0: Welcome to episode 36 of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast on the 4Ride Radio Network. It's now time to catch them all with your host, I'm Kyle, also known as Deadpool Ranger, and I'm Team Audino. And I'm Doug, also known as Icky Bully,
1: and I'm Team Clefable. And if you're wondering what the heck is the theme for those teams, well, we're not going to tell you. But we will tell you other ones we could have chosen, such as Golem, or Slackoth, or maybe... Breloom, or Kranidos, Excadrill, Pikachu, Snorlax, or Vicavolt. So maybe figure it out. And if you tweet us the answer and you're right, and you're the first one to tweet it at us, I might even send you something cool.
0: Unless your name's Luke and then you get nothing.
1: <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but if your name's Eric Berry, we'll give you something extra special. Oh my. To listen to this show, you can find us on forrideradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Pod Directory, Double Twist, Swell Radio, Player.fm, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Woo! This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrations and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit Revengelover.com. Hi. Hi. How's it going, man? It's going. It's been a while since we've really uh, talked
1: for a little bit. We haven't recorded anything in the year 2019, despite having released an episode already in 2019.
0: This is very true. Yeah. So here's to our first 2019 recording. Yeah. Hopefully there will be many more, and we won't there. slack off. <laughs> there definitely will. <laughs> Unintended if you caught that slack uh, off right. uh now. Uh. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> well, what's what's going on with you? What's new? What's happening? Anything Pokemon related?
0: A lot of things Pokemon related, always. Um, my wife actually today, my wife and I, we were watching some of the new the newer episodes of Ultra Adventures. Yeah, uh, we found the Pokemon websites actually now has the videos on their site, so you don't have to go oh. like trying to illegally find them or wait till Netflix gets them. So we. We've started playing catch up. I think we're up to twenty one and then I think the newest episodes episode forty. So we've got a lot to do. Nice. Wow. Uh,
1: that's awesome. that's that's really cool that they're doing that. Yeah, I appreciate that too, because it it ends up being so hard to watch a lot of these shows. and with with people basically watching most TV, I think through DVR, mm-hmm. it makes sense to just make it available. you know? yeah, change your metric, change your method. No. You now ads on your website. It's fine. we're we'll yeah. We'll survive.
0: Yeah. And so because I have a PS4, I'm able to just go online, go to the website, and then just make it big screen. So we're it's basically what, like watching it on the TV. I've definitely done that before. Yeah. <laughs> Watch stuff through the browser on PS4. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's the best way to do it. It's nice. It's yes. Nice. I've done a lot of Super Sentai that way. Yes. Um, I also started collecting uh, Japanese Game Boy games. Yeah, you did. You just, like, sent me
1: pictures one day, and I was like, oh, that's cool. When did this happen?
0: (laughs) Um, I forget how it started. Actually, no. I do know how it started. Uh, I was watching this guy's YouTube channel, and he had, like, a whole collection of, like, Game Boy games, like, American stuff, and I was like, you know what? I would love to have just the Japanese boxes. Didn't care about the games coming with it. I just wanted the boxes. Yeah, I remember you even asking, like, should I do this? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) And... Surprisingly, on eBay, you really cannot find them without the games included. So I was Weird. like, yeah. So I got red, green, and gold so far. And I was like, you know what? Let me see if these actually work. Because I know you cannot play, like, a Japanese sun or moon in an American DS. But you can right. play Japanese games in a regular DS. No problem. Oh, nice. Well, in my case, a uh, Game Boy Advance. But sure. Although, I turned it on, and I'm like, can I get a flashlight over here? Because I cannot see the screen. Yep. Yep. Remember when that was the standard? (laughs) And you know what? I had no problems with it before. I turned the thing on, and I'm like, I need a backlit. (laughs) Now, obviously, back in the day, like, we do road trips. I play during the day, and then as soon as it becomes nighttime, I have to turn it off because I can't see anything anymore until we hit underneath the streetlight.
1: Yeah. Yep. Every single Game Boy we had, we got some sort of, like,
0: attachable light. Because yes. just such a pain in the butt. Yes. When Gold and Silver came out, they released a gold and a silver like little swirly light. Yeah, we I had one. Kind of those. Yeah. I think I had the gold one and I also got silver, which is I very gold.
1: likely had the silver one. Yeah.
0: So Yeah. yeah. Kind of cool. That's Although exciting. Yeah. I, I love have
1: uh, I have Japanese crystal, but that's the only one I have. I'm very jealous that you have green. Yeah. All these are
0: pretty easy to find on eBay, although Crystal is a lot harder to find on eBay. I need to figure out. I started looking and
1: I started researching and I don't remember what I found. I'm pretty sure mine is legit. Um, I don't have any reason yet to believe that it's not, but I know that that's a pretty common thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm pretty sure it's it's good. I don't have a box, though, so that is definitely lesser, but I was Um, stoked when I saw it.
0: Now, I'm only going to get like the first two generations. Sure. Cuz there's no need for me to go beyond that because the boxes start getting bigger and they're becoming like more common similar to like what we had. And Yeah. These ones here like the just the artwork alone is just really cool. I'd show you, but I don't have my video camera going.
1: No, I know. I know exactly what they look like. It's like burned into my brain. The artwork for those first two generations especially mm-hmm. are absolutely stunning. And mm-hmm. if you haven't seen them, you should look them up because you know, there's, I think there's always sort of this um, downgrade <laughs> in mm-hmm. art for American releases. And uh, I think this is definitely, definitely oh, yeah. part of
0: that. I mean, I, I just love Ken Sugimori art. It's like yes. one of the best.
1: Me too. It's gorgeous.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, now after my Master Dex completion. I kind of want to do a new challenge and I kind of want to play like red or green, the Japanese version. <laughs> I want to try and play it all the way through and beat the elite four.
1: I bet you could. I don't think it would be that hard. <laughs> it wouldn't, you know, honestly, it wouldn't be that different than playing those games when you're like nine and don't have the internet at your disposal, expo- uh, at your disposal to like, look everything up before yeah. you make decisions. So like I mean, there definitely times when I was playing version blue where I would, choose a new attack and then be like this doesn't do anything
0: (laughs) exactly so i gotta be careful like i mean i could look up like okay so at this level this pokemon will learn this move this move and this move so i could write those down and be ready for it or i'll do what you just say and just go off of that and just you know blind yeah going blind but i will keep notes sure be like okay so this move is definitely water gun well,
1: so and you'll eventually you'll eventually just catch on. Like you can't will yourself to forget every time you go into a battle. True. You know, so, like you'll know after a while. Like, okay, so I have water gun. I know I have water mm-hmm. gun. I just have no idea what this new move is going to be. Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to get rid of water gun, but maybe I'll get rid of this other thing that I never use. Or it's you know, exactly.
0: I, I remember that and it's then tail whip. <laughs> the other thing that's going to bug me is the items. Oh, <laughs> because they don't have their own special. Right, I, I could <laughs> if I remember like the prices. Like, Pokeballs are I think are like 200 300, yeah. So, I could probably go off of that a little bit and Better learn some Japanese, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, plus, I could use a new challenge, yeah. Once I, if I beat this master decks, because I'm still holding out on a few more games,
1: yeah. No, I think that sounds like fun. I, um. I saw in a number of places that the, the Pokemon games are pretty good for learning like basic uh, Japanese syllables. So who knows after a while, you might be able to read some jap. You might not know what it says, but you might be able to
0: read some Japanese. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Although like, I won't be able to say like, Oh, that says Magnemite because Magnemite's Japanese name is coil. So you'll just be able to read it aloud without knowing what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is great. So, and then of course my other complaint is the fact that I'd have to do it on my well on my wife's Game Boy Advance yeah. with no backlit. So we'll see how that goes. Yep. Yikes. Um but other than that, uh oh, I did get my shiny magnemite.
1: Yeah, I wow. saw your little set sa- your, your shiny magnemite plush.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh it's Really cool. It's a little bit smaller than my big Magnemite, which is great. Mm-hmm. I don't need two giant ones. I mean, right. I'd mean, love to have two giant ones, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So, now I have three Magnemites, I technically can make a Magneton. And I kind of did.
1: It's such a funny Magneton, too, because it's like right. one huge part of it, one shiny part of it, and uh, one ditto, which yeah. is living its fullest life as a Magnemite.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I nicknamed my... Uh, the. Magnumite, Ditto, Ditto Mite. So I was like, you know what? Everyone else needs a nickname. So I now have Ditto Mite, Shiny Mite, and Mighty Mite.
1: <laughs> I like that Mighty Might. This actually, okay. So you know how before Pokemon decided to just like put its foot down on certain things, it had like all these weird sort of like anecdotal uh bits of information about Pokemon like three Magnemite make a Magneton. Well, we know that that's not true because the games have never made that necessary. Right. But let's just like hypothesize for a moment or like fantasize for a moment rather that if Pokemon were real, you would need three Magnemite to make a Magneton. If you had two Magnemite and one Shiny Magnemite, would you then have a Magneton that is one third Shiny Magneton? <laughs> These are questions right. that I need answered. Yeah. So like and, a, a fully shiny magneton well, would be like
0: super, super rare, right? Well, what if a slowpoke got bit by a shiny shelter? Is it like half shiny? Would <laughs> the slow bro part be like would the slowpoke part of slow bro be oh, regular and the tail would be shiny? I would like to believe yes, because
1: then it makes it makes a fully shiny slow bro or a fully shiny slow king or a fully shiny magnemite or theoretically a fully shiny doug trio like it would make all of these things incredibly rare
0: well i don't think doug trio is a different story though because it's not like uh two doe duos come together and then one head just gets severed off no doug trio
1: not doe trio. doug yep. okay sorry yeah 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 yeah, yeah that... trios. oh gosh doug trio is horrifying yeah, just like grows another head <laughs> yeah. or it's like, do- like, don't its head split and then one of its heads then like create a new. I don't know. There's some horrifying story behind Do Duo and Dodrio. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Let's not dig too deep into that. The world of Pokemon no. is horrifying. It really is. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So w- what about you? What have you been up to in the world of Pokemon?
1: um i finally read um a volume of pokemon manga that's been at the library for a while that i keep i kept saying like i'm gonna read this it looks really good i'm gonna read this and then i just kept forgetting to get it but i finally read it and so i read um the first of a two volume limited run manga called pokemon horizons sun and moon hmm and basically um, it's just those two volumes. It was only ever meant to be those two volumes. So it's like a little mini, mini story. It's not about red. It's about an entirely new character. I guess it came out a couple of years ago or maybe like a year and a half ago in Japan, but okay. it was only made available in English here last year. Um, so it's relatively new to us. Um and I, I wrote down the little synopsis from the back of the, the book so that I don't have to, you know, fumble through the explanation. So I'm just going <laughs> to read that. Um, the description says, uh, Akira's summer vacation in the Alola region heats up when he befriends a Rockruff with a mysterious gemstone. Together, Akira hopes that they can achieve his newfound dream of becoming a Pokemon trainer and master the amazing Z-Move. But first, Akira needs to pass a test to earn a trainer passport. This becomes more difficult when Rock Ruff gets kidnapped, and Team Kings shows up with, you guessed it, evil plans for world domination. So there's actually one thing that's cool about this is it has an entirely new protagonist, and there's an entirely new um, rival, and an entirely new bad guy, an entirely new team like Team Kings. I'd never heard of team Kings before. Yeah, um, So it's like this little contained story in an environment that we already know. So like professor Kukui is there and Hala is there and all the same sort of standard characters are there, but it's, it's like a little mini story about this, this kid Akira and um, his friend mana and all that sort of stuff. It's good. It's, it's really cute. It's funny. It's um, it's, it's very much in line with sun and moon in general. Mm-hmm. In that it's uh it's a really good introduction to the world of Pokemon. Um, so if you gave this to a kid who had never watched red played anything, Pokemon, it does a good job sort of like teaching mm-hmm. kids about the world of Pokemon because the main character doesn't know anything. Um, so that's cool. It's a little like there are like story elements that I'm like, mm, that's a little tired. Like we've seen <laughs> before. Um, but again, it's an introduction. So, um, uh if you, if you haven't
0: seen anything, you wouldn't feel that way, but I do like it a lot. It's really, really funny. It's goofy. So, uh, that just reminded me, uh, that I bought something off of eBay. It's the first box collection of the Pokemon adventures manga. Ooh, nice. I should be having it tomorrow. Actually. How many volumes are in the box set? Is it three or is it bigger than that? Seven. Oh wow, that's like half of it, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, one through seven. Well, this is just covers red, blue, and yellow. Right, right. And then uh, it. Now, I've read these before, and they are some of my favorite mangas I've ever read. Probably my only mangas I've ever read, but <laughs> uh, definitely some of the best stuff I've ever. Just, it's really cool. It's a little bit more mature, because um, like there's a thing where like Arbuck gets cut in half.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, you know, as I was reading about this Pokemon horizons manga and looking up some other stuff, just about the manga in general, Mm -hmm. um, the creator of Pokemon has basically said that Pokemon adventures is one of the most accurate, depiction Mm -hmm. world he was trying to create. So he said, like if you like Pokemon, he really, really thinks you should read Pokemon Adventures or Mm -hmm. Pokemon Special, depending on where you live. That's the one we're talking about. If you're like Pokemon Adventures, what is that? I think it's also called Pokemon Special in other other regions. Yeah. That's that's the comic slash adaptation of any kind that I think the creator most
0: stands behind. Mm -hmm. Now it's different than what we're used to. He seems to really like it. Well It also carries into the fact that in Pokemon uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, the three characters from Adventures, Red, Blue, and Green, all use their Pokemon that they got in the mangas.
1: Yeah! So, So Red has
0: Venusaur, Blue has Charizard, and Green has Blastoise.
1: Yeah, I love that. It's like it all comes sort of comes full circle and it's kind of cool when when universes like that s- sort of collide in, in sort of homage type ways. I mean, we're seeing that with like Power Rangers right now where it's finally getting to the point where it's just sort of like embracing all the weird disparate elements of itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's sort of like what what those characters appearing in Let's Go feel like to me at least. But Yeah. It, it's good. I like it. It's um it was written by um, and I think maybe the art was done by the same guy. I think the whole thing was done by one guy right. um, named Tenya Yabano, who did the the art for, um I think, one of the longest running Digimon mangas, hmm. Adventure Tamer 1, which I don't know anything about. But um, hmm. I know we probably have some folks who are into Digimon and might know more about what that means. <laughs> um, but I, I'm really I'm really liking it. And it's funny that you bring up the adventures one because you and I have talked about "quote the manga" before, and we always mean adventures. But here's a fun fact for everybody out there: um, the original manga is not adventures slash special. Right? It's just one called Pocket Monsters that's never been translated for a Western audience, but mm. it's it's really popular and it has gone on for a long, long time. It's still ongoing, um, but. People speculate that the reason it's never been translated for Western audiences is because it's actually like kind of crude. I guess the main character has a, a Clefairy that is um, mm-hmm. sort of uh, mischievous and gross at times.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, uh, we we don't get that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, that also ties into the whole idea that Clefairy was meant to be the mascot for Pokemon.
1: Yeah, it makes perfect sense, and I uh, I would have been totally fine with that.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> De- Although then I'd probably be hating on Clefairy and not Pikachu, I'll honestly. How you? I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> I wonder what that would have meant for the franchise,
1: right? Because Pikachu blew up so much that every single generation has a Pokemon that is an homage to Pikachu. I mean, there's an right. electric rodent in every single generation. So mm-hmm. I wonder if that would have meant that every generation would have instead had some sort of fairy Pokemon even before Fairy was a type. Yeah. Would have been interesting to to see. That's of course assuming that Clefairy as a mascot would have been as successful as Pikachu as a mascot, which true. it probably didn't. <laughs> or else it would have continued to be the mascot. Right. <laughs> um, but that's interesting. I I will have to dig on the internet because I know that there are probably fan translators who have translated that manga mm-hmm. and I would love to check it out. I don't know that I'll like it very much based on what I've read, but um, I still want to read it just because I think it'd be really interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Nice. <laughs> you finished uh, the main campaign for let's go. Didn't you? Since we talked yes. last, Uh
0: Well, I'm fit the main campaign. Yes.
1: Yeah. You're champion. Yes, I am a champion. That's to me. That's to me. That's um, the main campaign. Cause like Pokemon games, all have some sort of, like, post-champion stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to, to like, draw a line for me. So, like, for me, that's... It's the common element in every game. So, I don't know. That's where I always
0: consider well, I mean, that. except for, like... Uh, I will counterpoint that with, like, you know, Generation 2, where you get to go to, like, the Kanto region and do all this other stuff, too, so...
1: Yeah, that's hard because it's like an entirely second <laughs> campaign. So yeah, that's I guess I'll put yeah that that's fair. <laughs> yeah,
0: but yeah, uh, I beat the Elite four, um, consisting of a team of my EV who did most of the heavy lifting.
1: Yep. Wait, we, we talked last time about how we're pretty confident that that's supposed to be the case. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I had my Eevee. I had my actually. I think I took. No, I took pictures on my Switch. I didn't actually post them. But, so if I remember correctly, Evie, my Venusaur named Doug, <laughs> my Charizard named RJ, <laughs> uh, my Needle Queen. Nice. Yeah, she she did a lot of heavy lifting, too. But Evie yeah, did the did most. Um, there's one more, but I'm saving that one there for the very end. And then... Uh, shoot, who was... The other one. Oh, that's gonna kill me. But um and then I also had Magnemite, who stayed a Magnemite the entire time. <laughs> nice. Which I gotta say got very annoying after a while because it kept wanting to evolve after each level up and I kept having to hit B. Cause you can't oh, give it an yeah. Everstone.
1: That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, my well, they only episode in this game.
0: Yeah, but there's no hold there's no items,
1: right. so. Uh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I kept forgetting to tell you this because you had named your Bulbasaur Doug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think you'll be happy to know. Well, let's see if if you can. I mean, you'll you'll figure it out very quickly. Um, all of my Magnemite are named K1L3. <laughs> 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 so they're K1L3. K1L31, K1L32, K1L33, and then um, <laughs> and then uh, my Magneton is K1L3X. <laughs> nice. So they're all uh, technically named after you, but I, I felt like that going for amazing. the sort of like droid
0: designation. <laughs> that is amazing. I do appreciate that. <laughs> um, it, I'll it take com- a picture of it next time I'm playing. It, it combines my love of Magnemites with my love of Star Wars. There you go. <laughs> but
1: you had one other Pokemon that you said you were going to
0: mention, right? Um, or I think it was my shiny Dragonair. Oh, oh, oh. now that was actually transferred over from my Pokemon Go account.
1: Nice. Yeah, okay. So
0: I transferred my shiny Dratini over, and then evolved into Dragonair. And then shortly after I beat the game, there's a very cool area in the Cerulean Cave. Where it's a wide open space and Chansey's spawn a lot more frequently than anywhere else. And you, after like a trend of, like just keeps uh, chaining them, you get a lot of experience points.
1: Oh yeah, you do. Yeah. Some of those chains with some of those bigger Pokemon like Chansey or Kangaskhan or whatever can be hugely beneficial.
0: Yeah, so um, I finally do have a Shiny Dragon Knight. Which is great because it's green. I love green stuff.
1: See, I love green, but I don't know if you're going to appreciate this or not. But okay, I think Shiny Dragonair is so
0: beautiful. Oh, the pink, yeah,
1: <laughs> yes. That when it changes to dragon Dragonite, it is green, which I like, but it's also like I've lost the beautiful purple Dragonair. <laughs> I, you know, so I'm always I like happy and sad at the same time. I completely understand, but I don't know that it would make a whole lot of sense for shiny dragonite to be purple.
0: Yeah, cuz it goes from blue to orange in the regular <sighs> evolution.
1: Yeah, so it it sticks with the sort of like complementary colors, but mm-hmm. whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I got I got all that and then once you beat the game, you a whole lot of things open up. You can finally do the master uh basically become a certain pokemon master. Yeah. So I, the first thing I did was I looked up where to find the Magnemite Master. <laughs> of course. I found him, and he whooped my butt. Because he has a level 70 Magnemite, and at the time, my Magnemite was level 50. Which is, like,
1: respectable by the end of the game.
0: Yes. Because I actually used my Magnemite quite a bit in the Elite Four, too, so. Yeah. So, I was like, okay, so we need to do some training. So, I went to the... Cerulean Cave, caught Mewtwo, by the way, and then did the whole training montage with the Chanseys. My Magnemite's now up to level 70, but he's still getting whooped, so I need to get him up even mm. higher.
1: Wow. That's, wow. Okay, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. Because um, there's there's a, a master for every single, is it base level or just
0: every Pokemon? Every Pokemon. All okay. 155 okay. of them. Ooh. Wait, no, sorry. 53. 55. Because <laughs> there's a, a Mewtwo master, there's a Mew master, there's a Meltan master, and a Mel Metal master.
1: Can we talk about how it makes zero percent sense that there's a Mew or a Mewtwo master?
0: <laughs> we can. <laughs>
1: we don't need to, but <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. I thought that was a little weird about that. But I guess if they're gonna go for it, they they're you know they really mm-hmm. went for it, so that's fine. Yeah,
0: I don't know if there's an Alolan master for each one or not. I would guess
1: probably not. Yeah, but it would make sense if there were because does that mean you can use an Alolan I don't know Raichu against the Raichu Master? Does that count? I don't know if you can do that enough but that would make a whole lot of
0: sense. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Um, TBD. Yeah. So I haven't really played in a while just because once I got all that, I was like, okay, I'm done.
2: Yeah, back you need to- a break.
0: Yeah. So I'm now back to playing regular games. Um. I've been playing Pokémon Crystal. Nice. And I'm trying to get everything I need and this Raikou is just driving me insane. <laughs> yep. So, I'm so I f- glad
1: they didn't retain that element for that, like further generations.
0: <laughs> uh it's actually in further generations for some. Like uh, Black and White has the uh weather Pokémon warming around, but it's not like uh it's not like standard every
1: single time where it's like, uh every generation I have to just randomly meander about. I guess sure. that is
0: sort of like the element of Pokemon, but these ones are yeah. hard. <laughs> so I there's a trick where basically you put on a Repel and then you have a Pokemon that's stronger than the Pokemon in the uh, area that you're hunting and then, but lower than the Pokemon you're searching for. So Raikou's at level 40. So, so I have a Noctowl at level 39, and I just use repels and I just enter the area, search for about 20 steps, leave, come back and just keep repeating the process until I finally encounter it. And I still have yet to encounter it.
1: Sounds like so much fun. I'm so glad that mechanic
0: oh, exists. It It's giving me a headache. <laughs> Such a headache.
1: I understand that like games don't necessarily have to be like easy, but I don't know. Some things it's like not difficult so much as just like tedious. Mm-hmm. You know? and this is, I think, in the category of just tedious
0: speaking of tedious <laughs> yes how was your uh research day for hunting a shiny Feebas? i was working
1: ah. <laughs> yeah let's 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 transition into news because there are a couple uh pokemon go items the first of which limited
0: research day shiny feebass <laughs> all right from everything i've seen from people they all believe that they actually lowered the number of amount of like spawns yeah in the game so that like because there's four research tasks Mm -hmm. one is get a candy with your buddy hatch an egg and then get 15 nice throws and 10 great throws yeah and you have to do that all in a matter of three hours yeah so i've seen people say that like they did like 20 tasks and didn't get a single shiny feebas. well
1: so here's okay i i i appreciate them trying new things Mm -hmm. And I don't mind. I personally don't mind. And I think I'm in a minority, maybe, um, or I'm in a majority of people who just don't care. But um, I don't mind when there are things that are just hard to get. And then I, you know, I tried and failed and it was just really hard, you know, Mm -hmm. especially for some reason with Pokemon Go. But I do get that there are completionists in Pokemon Go who are driven Mm -hmm. nuts. By this type of stuff. Here's the thing with the Feebass research. It only lasted three hours. Mm-hmm. The, the Feebass spawns weren't ratcheted up like in a community day. You had to complete tasks to even encounter them. Yep. And it wasn't a guaranteed shiny. Right. So you could have done the tasks over and over and over and encountered, you know, as many feebas as possible, but you were still only coming up against a max five percent shiny rate mm-hmm. and there are people hypothesizing that it was probably even lower than that yeah so well, this is thing. a rare af pokemon this yes. shiny bass
0: now another thing people uh were saying um oh crud i lost my train of thought <laughs> oh you're sorry i was just going on and on <laughs> yeah. no, no 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 you're fine um shoot i mean Okay, I will say this. I did get a shiny feebass. Nice. Congrats. I got it on like my third or fourth research task. And then I was like, all right, peace out. I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, I think I would be done the moment I got it, because it yeah. sounds like it was going. But like the 15 nice and then like the 10 greats a lot of people already struggle with that. Like my wife. She she's not she just throws. She doesn't actually aim.
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing too is I don't know how they would fix this, and I know that you can only do so much sometimes. Um, but there's got to be something like, I like. There are some people who who literally can't do those things. Like mm-hmm. their hands cannot do that, and and I and so I just wonder. Like, you know, they have a lot of a lot of things that you can put over a phone that keep your finger steady, so that if you can't if you can't do that motion, mm-hmm. you can trace up. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? It like flips over your phone screen and it's almost like I, a little guardrail that you can. Yeah, I've put seen you on track. I've so seen that stuff it, like that. Yeah. And that stuff is great. So the tasks that require you to do curveballs or aim a specific way, mm-hmm. I, those people can't do that <laughs> unless yeah. there's a way to turn those off and replace them with other tasks i don't love those yeah at like least... i personally don't struggle with them but i recognize that other people probably do
0: yeah i mean at least you know for this um there was no curveballs it was just a nicer oh, great you. throws yeah but the fact it was like 10 or 15 and the spawn rates already low so you got to put up like an incense or use one of your meltan boxes and get what you need but even then it's like a lot of the pokemon that came out had small circles
1: yeah, they should have at least just flooded the map, if not with Phoebass, obviously, right. just with stuff. Well, you know? whalemers are the best.
0: Yes, I saw a few whalemers. Sea dots were really good, and so were zigzagoons.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Whalemers, the absolute best. And then, like, if you're lucky enough that you're in a large area with a lot of other players, and a legendary raid pops up, Groudon it has a huge circle and is right there in the front for you to get. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Kyogre is a little bit more in the back, so it's a little bit harder. because you got to throw a lot farther. But I mean, yeah, I did actually get uh, two ground so it was my first two ground ons. I'm excited about that. Nice, nice. This, I mean, this this limited research day did overlap with
1: a whole yeah. happening right now. And you know, we haven't talked about it because we haven't talked this year. So this is probably old news for people. But in case you weren't aware there's a Hoenn event happening right now where the Hoenn Pokemon will appear more frequently. Groudon and Kyogre are both back in raids um, with the addition of shiny Groudon, which didn't exist before in the game, uh, mm. to my knowledge. Yeah. No. Um, and there are some other Hoenn Pokemon that can now appear shiny mm-hmm. um, in Talo, Zigzagoon, um, obviously Groudon, like I said, and Kyogre once again can be shiny. And there might even be others. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And then, if you get a Shroomish and you evolve it into a balloon, it can learn Grass Knot. Yes, yes. Which um, I'll be honest, I don't really care.
1: I I just if somebody could implant in my brain like a, a little dial that I can like turn up and down so that I could care more about like the mechanics of Pokemon Go, I'd appreciate that because I mm-hmm. want to. I just don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know that sounds terrible, but I just. I don't know. It's like, it's a very casual game for me. It's like a collecting game for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I realize I'm starting to get left behind because I'm going to fall behind on collecting. If I don't the legendaries. Yeah, exactly. Which is fine. That's a me problem. That's not a game problem.
0: Well, it is kind of a game problem when you live in an area where there's not that many players. Oh yeah.
1: That, I mean, that's for sure. That's very much for sure. Yeah. Cause some of these raids are probably impossible. Unless mm-hmm. you're part of a group that, you know, goes out on a regular basis together, which not
0: everybody does. Or you live in a city where there's a ton of players and they just yeah. randomly show up. Yeah. So, like, I went to my local park and there was a ton of people. When the Legendary Raid uh, was happening, I saw it had, like, 20 minutes before it hatched. And so I walked down there and I get there and it's about about 10 minutes. And, like, no one's here. Within, like, five minutes, just, like, this large wave of group of people just yep. started. Forming around, and nor normally back in the day we'd all be like, all right, let's get in our groups. Uh, Valor over here, instinct over here, or mystic over there. Now we're just like, all right, go in. Yeah, just go in.
1: <laughs> yeah, I uh, one thing that I miss. There aren't that many things, but one thing that I miss <laughs> about where I used to live is that element. You know, mm-hmm. like it's probably like my friends, and then like number two is like living in a place where everybody plays Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah. I do miss that a lot. <laughs> I uh, I regret not taking advantage of that f- more at the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, um. Also, we the last thing with that Hoenn event, just to like, yeah. you know, finish that up. Um, Hoenn Pokemon are now hatching from 7K eggs. I actually want to ask you, like, what do you think about what they're doing with the 7K eggs?
0: I like it because it's yeah. like they gave us time to get the Alolan Pokemon. Mm hmm. And, and now, the Alolan haven't disappeared. They can still show up. Yes. But they gave us time for just the Alolan Pokemon. So this way it's not like, oh, you're trying to get Alolan, but now you're getting like Hoenn stuff. Yeah. Um, and then they did the whole thing with like the regional exclusives, which was the best thing ever. Yes. That's and the best. I was able to get everything I needed. Yes. Um, and then they did it again with uh, something like the Gen 4 baby. Well, actually all the babies. <laughs> In uh, the seven K eggs, which was great, because I was able to get Munchlax. I saw you got a Munchlax too. I Congratulations!
1: Did. I got a Munchlax. Thank you. I came home from work one day, and was like, "Oh shoot, I should probably check on my egg, like my Pokemon Go eggs," mm-hmm. and because mm-hmm. uh, I never with Adventure Seek, I never or Sync, I never see them hatch anymore. Um, and so I pulled it up and was like, "Oh my gosh, this is the greatest!" <laughs> mm. Um, so it was very exciting. Um,
0: but. Like, and then uh, I still need Riolu and Chingling. Me too. So I, I really want a Riolu. Chingling, I'm kind of eh. I can wait on yeah. that.
1: Yeah, it's probably to get
0: the Chimeco.
1: Yeah, it's it's totally just like, a, you know, I, I want it because I don't have it, but I'd mm-hmm. be much more excited to get the Riolu for sure. Yes, I
0: want a Lucario.
1: I do too. Yes, uh, and- Lucario is so funny to me because it really is like, Mm-hmm. The Pokemon, it's the biggest, biggest change uh, in opinion I've had on like any Pokemon where I just like hated it before mm-hmm. uh, Smash Brothers and then Smash Brothers came along and I was like, I love you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> night. Nice. You're the best. <laughs> and now we got the Hoenn Pokemon inside of them, which I'm kind of hoping that these Hoenn Pokemon kind of, I don't want to say leave the 7k group after this event, but I hope they leave. Um, I just really don't want to hatch any more Anorith. I'm
1: tired of it. I'm yeah. so over it right so now. Over it. I mean, I'll take <laughs> Beldums. I don't even need Beldums anymore. What I need is a Why Not, and that's pretty much it from that group. <laughs> yeah, I got Why Not. I got a shiny Why
0: Not actually. Well, I have a Why Not, but I would like a shiny one or some more Why Not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still haven't decided if I want to evolve my shiny Why Not or not into a shiny Wobbuffet.
1: Uh, Ooh, that's a good question
0: Like, should I wait until I get another I, I think I should wait until I get another shiny Why not, and then evolve it, but
1: Because, like,
0: I have a shiny Whalmar, and I still haven't even evolved that Yeah, I know
1: The the evolving shiny stuff Or waiting on shiny stuff is so hard Because, like, mm-hmm. I finally evolved my Luxio, because I've walked hundreds Of kilometers mm-hmm. uh, And I was like oh, But what if, like, right after this, I get a shiny Shinx
0: Yep <laughs> Yeah, Uh,
1: but I evolved it anyway. Nice. You got
0: you got to fill up the Pokedex.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's Uh, my that's my number one. Just fill it up.
0: Were you able to participate
1: in the Totodile Day? Only a little bit. I didn't get anything shiny. I was able to catch a few of them, Um, but these they it makes tons of sense that they're on the weekend. I just work on the weekends, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it
0: hurts my soul. I get it. Um, I was able to get four shinies. Gave one to nice. my wife, and then really? I got one for each of the evolutions. Now, so perfect. That's yes. the perfect number. Uh, but awesome. Yeah, so I I'm really excited to see what the next community day is going to be because this is like this one here. Everyone kind of predicted would be Totodile.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So, what's your guess? If you had to, if you had to make a guess, it's
0: between two. Okay. Ralts. Or mm. Bagon. Mmm. Yeah. Those I'm are good. Leaning more towards Bagon. Yeah, I don't
1: yeah. I would I'll if you're gonna lean towards Bagon, I'll lean towards Ralts.
0: Okay. <laughs> Wait, don't get me wrong. I would love a shiny uh Gardevoir.
1: I just want a Gardevoir. So I'm all about getting a Ralts community day because I need more
0: of them. Understandable. <laughs> Way Uh-oh. more of them. I never see them. Yeah, but then obviously, what is it? March's Community Day should be a Trico.
1: Aw, that would be so nice. (laughs) Because they
0: do like the uh, starters every other. I would like that. But they could pull something out of a hat and be like uh, something else. I don't know yet, actually. Yeah, it
1: could be anything. Yeah. They don't have to follow a pattern.
0: No, they don't, which would be great, too, because then it's a huge surprise for everyone.
1: Yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. I would love, I wish they had done like a, I I don't know how they would have, would have done this, but I wish they had done like a dual um, community today with uh, like Elikid and Magby or something. Mm. That would have been awesome.
0: I like for them to do like, Hey, uh, remember like those special events that we did where we released one uh, shiny per event. We're going to release all those again for three hours. (laughs)
1: <laughs> didn't they do that in december
0: yes but not community day Pokemon <laughs> oh, special okay. event Pokemon so like the Halloween right. event shiny the Ooh,
1: yeah yeah uh,
0: Kanto yeah. event shiny the johto shiny stuff like that that would be nice I would be so, very
1: very excited about that I could get
0: my shiny magnamite
1: yes 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 that would be cool that would be very awesome
0: um but yeah I think that's about it Pokemon go news uh oh I did get invited to another uh ex raid. Nice. Yeah. So going for my second uh, Deoxys. Nice. That's awesome.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Now that they're finally on the weekends, (laughs) it took them from when they started Deoxys back in September to now to release, to have them have EX raids on a weekend. They got there. It took a while, but they got there. Now it's going to go back to being Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Like at least with Mewtwo, it was like random. Yeah now it's like oh we're gonna do like two mondays two tuesdays two wednesdays and so on and so forth which sucks because i wasn't able to get my regular deoxys i only have attack form deoxys mm,
1: yeah that's frustrating that's that's gonna be such a pain in the butt because as far as like collecting goes like you obviously want all the forms mm-hmm.
0: yeah so uh looking at the uh show notes uh, you didn't put anything for trading card game but i don't know if you saw or not but they released uh uh, Detective Pikachu trading cards. Oh,
1: I did yes. not see that. I am the worst at knowing <laughs> anything about the trading card game, so thank oh. you for, for staying up to date on that. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. Now, are these are these TCG cards that are
0: yeah. Detective Pikachu themed, or is this a separate game? It's uh, TCG cards, regular TCG cards, and the artwork is the Pokemon from the movies. Oh, that's so terrifying, and I need them all. So so far they've only released three so far that you can actually see. It's Pikachu with uh, you know, and it's actually titled Detective Pikachu. Of course, there's Charizard and Greninja. Oh gosh!
1: Oh, that's I'm so surprised because Jigglypuff has to be one of them eventually, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I I I thought for um, sure one of them was gonna be Jigglypuff. Like if I had guessed, I would have said Pikachu, Jigglypuff,
0: and. Mm-hmm. Maybe Mr. Mime or something. Yeah, but they all come in like uh, boxes. So like, I think there's one that's like a lunch box, and then like there's they're calling it like Detective Pikachu case files, stuff like that. Oh, they're like literally just
1: grabs from the movie. Those look really nice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Aww. And he has and, like, his hat
0: on. And you can even see like the packaging. The his
1: pack is called Brilliant Deduction. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry i'm overwhelmed no 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 you're fine now the packs only come with four cards oh weird yeah hmm. so it's probably gonna be a very small set but nonetheless i'm gonna collect it because yeah yeah i have I... not not collected a set so far which is well, kind of my
1: wallet by the way i think the fact that it's a small collection makes me very motivated to try to collect them
0: mm-hmm. and then speaking of detective pikachu
1: the charizard one is terrifying
0: yeah But speaking of Detective Pikachu, uh, there's rumors going around that Legendary Pictures is developing a third live-faction Pokemon movie based on the original games. Wait. (laughs) What? Okay. So. (laughs) Why? (laughs) This seems like a lot. There's, I guess, rumors going around saying that there's two movies coming out after Detective Pikachu set in the same universe as Detective Pikachu. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um the first uh, has been widely reported to be a spin-off about Mewtwo, all right. Which appears to be a separate project from the Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution, which is the CGI remake of the first Pokémon movie. Well, okay, so that
1: it it does if if people are like confused as to why there's a CGI movie and Detective Pikachu coming out at the same time, that makes sense. Those are two entirely separate Yes,
0: productions. But supposedly there's supposed to be a spin-off about Mewtwo which may tie into Detective Pikachu if you've ever played the games.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And then,
0: uh, let's see here, and then the second, according to one of the trusted sources, is an adaptation of the games that launched the franchise Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. Hmm. So it may be closer to either the uh, Pokemon Evolutions that we got or the Pokemon uh, Adventures manga. I'm
1: going to be honest. I think detective Pikachu should be a one-off with mm-hmm. the potential for maybe one sequel and that's it. Okay. I don't think that we should get, <laughs> well, I, these are more... and I'm, I'm speaking too soon because detective mm-hmm. Pikachu hasn't even come out yet. Right. But I do think that a full franchise of live action mm-hmm. Pokemon movies is probably something I don't want. Well, this is more probably. of like a spin-off than a sequel. No, 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 I know, I know, that's what I'm saying Like, I think that Detective Pikachu Should be treated as a one-off And if it is an absolutely massive Success, make a Detective Pikachu Sequel, just Detective Pikachu 2 Okay But I don't know, I know that I'm speaking Way too soon, I just There's something like Very perfectly weird and Magical and like stupid About Detective Pikachu That is Mm -hmm. going to make it Somehow all fit together Like the tone of that movie is working in in its favor because everything is so kind of terrifying and weird, mm-hmm. you know? Like the fact that Ryan Reynolds is involved and it's obviously meant to be funny. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, do we want a red and blue remake that's in that same vein? I, yes. I don't know. I don't think I do. I do. Well, <laughs> we'll Doug, you, Doug, you don't have to go see it, though. I don't. I don't. Um, so, I also just want good stuff. So we'll see. <laughs> Detective Pikachu needs to happen first. Yes, We'll see what happens. Yes. But uh, Agreed. I'm willing to say far too too early that mm-hmm. I, I am not thrilled <laughs> at that rumor.
0: <laughs> well, let's also remember uh, go back to a certain episode before Let's Go was announced. You were very skeptical about those games too. About Let's Go? Yes. I think... I don't remember being skeptical about those you, games. I remember yeah.
2: being they nervous. Were,
0: yes, they were rumors at the time and you were kind of very hesitant, like, I don't know, these uh these don't I, I don't know. I, I remember. We have to go back to the episode. But I remember I you, like, that one. Yes. And then I think it's the episode before we had Hassan and Liz on.
1: Okay. I mean I tend um, I tend to be very open minded, so this is—I yes. uh, think this is uncharacteristic <laughs> for me for to not be excited about these movies, but um, I, think, I think I was pretty excited about Let's Go. But we, we could check.
0: <laughs> and this was also before when they, they were just rumors, and we weren't hundred percent sure if they were actually yeah. coming out.
1: So interesting. All right, well, we'll see.
0: All right. So speaking of all the movies, we did get a teaser for Pokemon the Movie: Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution, mm-hmm. which is a CGI reimagining of 1998 movie Mewtwo Strikes Back and it's think of like pixar almost but probably not it's cgi as,
1: yeah i mean it's a computer generated movie so it's anything that you would expect nowadays from disney or pixar or right. dreamworks or you know and this is something we Illuminate never actually had four pokemon. Right. yeah yeah
0: this is something we haven't had for pokemon which is kind of exciting
1: yeah, and it, this makes a lot of sense to me. This I I, I am surprised didn't happen sooner mm-hmm. just because they've been incorporating CGI um, techniques into their movies for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if they were just waiting until they felt fully confident, but there are lots of studios who do this now. So I, I, I'm actually surprised it's taken this long. Yeah, but...
0: Um, so it'll, we'll probably get this released in November of next year like uh, all the other... Movies that we've gotten lately. I think Is, it's supposed to release.
1: Um, oh, you mean here? Here? Yes, here, here Here. I was here. gonna say I'm pretty sure it's supposed to release
0: sooner than that, but yeah, no. in Japan, obviously. Japan usually gets <laughs> it like June, July-ish, and then yeah. we get it like in November for a limited yeah, run. Yeah, I think it's July for them, and then
1: yeah, I, I that makes sense to me. Yeah. Yes. Um, what and... did you think of the teaser? I mean, it's not much, but like thoughts. Uh...
0: It, it's cool oh,
1: it, it's I more, thought it was I, very cool it showed like old footage of like people getting excited for the original movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah but yeah there's not much there <laughs> yeah
0: yeah um, and then uh, these are Doug's words here folks I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best here speaking of Pokemon the movie I choose you is still on Netflix so go watch the Pika out of that yes I had a sense for that folks
1: it's like not even a curse word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't I don't care. I didn't even curse, but okay. Uh-huh. Uh, let me just put it this way, folks. It it's four letters. I'll let you figure it out. Okay. Most curse words are four letters.
0: It has a vowel.
1: <laughs> Starts with a C, everyone, and ends with a P. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Uh any other sort of well, we do have one other news item. <laughs> We do. Oh. And the only reason I mentioned this is because I'm hoping it has a positive effect. Um, normally, we don't get into any sort of pop culture outside uh, of Pokemon. I somehow missed that on the show notes for some reason. But yeah, yes, we do. Um, but uh, so this will seem weird and uncharacteristic for us to mention. But Ariana Grande got an Eevee tattoo inspired by playing Let's Go. Um, and the reason I mention that is I'm hoping and will watch to see if there is a like small little boom in sales <laughs> mm-hmm. from people who wouldn't have otherwise played it, um, but are like, oh, well, if Ariana Grande likes it, then I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. Or <laughs> so is, we'll see. I think it could happen.
0: I would love to see sales increase in the number of little girls playing. Sure. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is, whatever that, the sales are, yes. I, I, that would be really funny to, to see happen. <laughs> I would love to see a more female audience get into Pokemon.
1: Well, the nice thing is, I, I actually think that Pokemon is a far more gender diverse property than a lot of other sort of nerdy this is, fandoms.
0: This is very true. This is like, very true. I
1: think it's I think it, they do a pretty good job of being like pretty ungendered despite falling into a lot of like very gendered tropes for whatever reason I think it just has something to do with the fact that there are like so many different kinds of creatures that like you don't have to be all in on all of them mm-hmm. um, you can like like the cute ones or you can like the scary ones or you can like the strong ones or you can like the whatever um, and there's so many different characters uh, throughout the TV show that maybe that's what maybe that's what does it but um, mm-hmm. no I agree with you I'm sure like any other any other um, mm-hmm. thing, it, it could use an injection. Yeah, but that would be interesting. She, we should look that up sometime, see if there are any sort of, like, stats on, yeah.
0: on that. But I think she had actually tweeted out that she had been playing Let's Go Eevee for, like, 15 hours
1: or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think she was, like, feeling sick or something. Like, she wasn't feeling very well.
0: So she just, like, stayed home and played Switch, like, all day. <laughs> yeah, and someone had asked her, like, so what Switch games have you been playing? And she was like, oh, yeah. I've been playing Let's Go Eevee for, like, 15 hours. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then went out and got a tattoo. Yeah. (laughs) Which is hilarious. It's a really nice looking tattoo as well. Yeah, it's done really well. It's Mm -hmm. done really, really well. I still got to (laughs) get... And I'll be honest with you. Like, I tweeted out saying, congratulations. Welcome to the Pokemon Tattoo Club, Ariana Grande. I was really hoping she'd, like, retweet or like or something. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, we get more listeners. But that did not happen. (laughs) Didn't happen. That's okay. We got to try, you know? Exactly. free marketing, (laughs) folks. Always go for it.
1: Right. Well, any other news items that you wanted to touch on before we uh, talk about some anime episodes? Um,
0: I always forget like something after we're done recording. I'm like, ah, oh, I forgot yeah. to mention that. Yeah, it's all but, right. Uh, <laughs> I got a fur plush. Does that count? Yeah, you did.
1: It's, it's news so... enough for me. Yeah, it's so cute. For it, we said it a million times, and we'll say it at least a million more. Mm-hmm. Cutest.
0: Yeah, apparently the like the height of an actual fur is like five feet and like something inches.
1: Yeah, it's kind of terrifying when you think about it that way.
0: But it's from end to end, and you yeah. usually see fur like bent a little bit where it's on its hind legs or something. So it's right. So I'm gonna go with that. It's like maybe two feet tall when it's just like chilling. Exactly. It's like Arbuck or Ekins. They're not like you don't actually see them to be that tall. But if you were to stretch it out from length yeah. to length.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Still cute. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) other than that, I think uh, we have uh, some anime descriptions.
1: Yes, we're going to talk about three more episodes of Sun and Moon. I'm going to make it a goal to cover more of the anime episodes. Yes, we need uh, to get back into this. Which means that we also will probably not spend as much time per episode so that we can get through more of it. But occasionally there are episodes like today that we are especially
0: moved by or
1: hyped up about that we're yes. going to talk about more. Now, so, I just um, want to
0: say this next episode has almost been two years old.
1: Yes, so we will
0: we'll work on it, everyone. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh- there, there may be like an entire episode dedicated to just catching up on the anime. Well, I, I am trying to figure out a fun way
1: to uh, basically like marathon cover it, you know, but but not in like a dumb way. So I'm working on it. I'm going to try to think of, if we can figure out something funny or interesting where we can like cover like 15 episodes in one episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do it if I can figure it out. But if for the time being, that, we're going to figure our standard. Yeah. <laughs> I got this. Yes. You um, but today we're covering three episodes. We're covering episode 19, 20, and 21 of Pokemon, the anime, sun, and moon. Um, the first two episodes, we're not going to cover a ton, but I do have some things I want to say about at least each one, because I think they're interesting episodes. Right. Um, and the second right. one, I especially really, really love. And then the
0: third episode, mm-hmm. we'll probably like cry a little bit. Yes. So, I'm I'm just gonna put this out there. I didn't actually get a chance to watch these three episodes recently. I did watch them a while back, so it's been a while. So, that's all right. I I do apologize. Uh, Things if things
1: stood out, that's 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 what's telling. You know what I mean? Like, um, and and so my guess is that this Hmm. first episode not that much stood out. <laughs> so
0: I'll uh, like you mostly talking because yeah. my throat's starting to hurt a little bit now.
1: Yeah. And if there's anything that you remember or anything you want to talk about, just like jump in, but I will, um, the, the first one that we, we wanted to touch on is like I said, episode 19, it's called a guardian rematch. Um, and the little synopsis is Ash realizes that he may be facing Tapu Coco in a rematch soon. So Sophocles offers to help him out with, uh, scientific research for his training. So the main bits of this episode are, that Ash works with Sophocles to train for another battle with Tapu Koko um, at Sophocles house. So we get to see Sophocles lab. We get to meet Sophocles mom and dad. It's kind of, um, it's a little bit a Sophocles character episode and a little bit Tapu Koko battle episode, um, which is sort of strange. Sophocles kind of gets shafted a little bit here because Mm-hmm. of uh, Ash's battle with Topikoko. Um and then the next day the battle actually happens. So as far as like the training with Sophocles and his parents and stuff, do you remember anything standing out specifically from that?
0: Uh honestly no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not not a ton happens. I mean this is this is like um like I said like Sophocles really gets the short end of the stick as far as character yeah. episodes go for this because it's it's Sophocles home, but it's all still about Ash. So we do meet his parents and they're funny, you know, like his mom's good at cooking. Yes, his dad, I do remember all that. <laughs> yeah, his dad, like one of my favorite moments is like his dad basically like patting and rubbing his belly to like explain how good his mom's cooking is. He's like, nobody goes hungry around here, <laughs> uh, which I thought was funny. And then the big sort of feature of him training is um, Ash jumping on a big hamster wheel, basically. With four mm-hmm. of his Pokemon. Yes. And then, yes. You remember this? <laughs> yeah. It, it's starting to come back now as you start describing it. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're like running on this big hamster wheel. And, um, you know, Rowlet and Rockruff jump off the hamster wheel. And um, there would have at least been one other Pokemon, I think. Who else does he
0: have? Would have been He's Rockruff, Pikachu, Pikachu Rockruff, And nope, that one's not there yet. I don't know. Uh, there was
1: something else, but Togetic uh, tomorrow. Yes, Toga tomorrow jumps off, and so it's just Ash and Pikachu, and then they run so fast that the the hamster wheel blows up. Hmm. <laughs> so that's like the gag, I guess. But uh, Ash
0: is superhuman,
1: folks. Yep. But the Team. whole thing is like it prepares them for the battle yeah. the next day. Um, I guess that's how they're raising their stats, which is actually sort of a, an unintentional callback to the episode where. In the first season, they're like running on a treadmill to mm-hmm. measure stats,
0: <laughs> I guess. Well, that and like when he's training to battle Brock again and his dad's got the whole water wheel <laughs> going. Yeah, that's right. Uh,
1: nothing's new in Pokemon anymore. Although I will say one thing that I have consistently liked about Sun and Moon that I wouldn't have expected to like is because Ash is in school and not constantly traveling from city to city, we do get to see interesting circumstances that we didn't get to see as much in previous series. So like, we'll get to it in a, in an episode we're talking about today, but like just seeing him going grocery shopping or like visiting the same places in the, in the city that we've seen in other episodes. That Mm -hmm. is pretty cool. I do like that. The fact that we can like go to Sophocles house and then come back to school. I think that's Mm -hmm. neat. Yeah. Um, the next day, Ash and Pikachu battle with Tapu Koko, um, and it's—I don't know—it's a
0: battle, you know. Didn't they like hold their own for just like a brief second, and then Tapu Koko just like demolishes them?
1: Yes. Um, Pikachu manages to endure um nature's madness, which is impressive, uh, and their speed that they have just recently increased, I guess, because of the hamster wheel, mm-hmm. allows Pikachu to to get a couple Iron Tail hits. Maybe literally two Iron Tail hits on Tapu Koko, Um, but yeah, Tapu Koko still wipes the floor with them in the end. Um, Like so much so that he ends up like throwing Pikachu off a cliff. (laughs) Like it's it's pretty ridiculous. Um, But yeah, it's 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 basically a a battle of enormous attacks because Pikachu uses a Z move. Um, Tapu Koko is basically an island deity. And you know, it's it's not the greatest battle I've ever seen on the show. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, that's pretty much all that happens in that episode. To be quite honest.
0: Yeah. Now, okay, let me ask you this: Would you count this as a filler episode? Um, I, I'm so, I'm so like
1: resistant to the the concept of filler, but. I will say I'm not entirely sure why this episode needs to happen simply because like, why is Ash battling Tapu Koko again that Mm -hmm. I don't understand yet, but I imagine it probably clarifies itself later on in the series. Um, I know that Ash is special and Tapu Koko is intrigued by, you know, Pikachu and all this sort of stuff, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just sort of like happens. So you get some cool Sophocles stuff, so I don't know that it's necessarily filler,
0: but I don't know. Yeah. You probably could have reworked it in a different way. Would you say like a little bit of character development for Sophocles, but other than that, mostly just...
1: It's it's a little bit of character development for Sophocles. Anytime we get parents and family in Pokemon, I'm 100% mm-hmm. on board, so that mm-hmm. I like. But other than that, yeah, it's a battle. You know, it's a battle we could have put into literally any other episode yeah. with different exposition. So I don't know. It's like it's it's like two different pieces of an episode, like two different episodes going mm-hmm. together. I don't know.
0: All it's right. fine. It's
1: fine. It's not bad. It's fine. It, um, it's hard to find like a genuinely bad, bad episode of Pokemon at this point because it they're sort of formulaic in nature. Like they know what works and they know it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> now, the next episode, um, I remember <gasps> a little bit better. I love this episode so <laughs> much. <laughs> This one's called Partner Promises. It's episode 20. And this is a very, very simple, simple episode, but so different than what we typically get. Yes. Um, The little synopsis is, after hearing stories about Treasure Island from his friends, Ash sets off to explore the island with Pikachu and comes across a mysterious site, which really undersells, way, way undersells, what works about this episode basically, while all of his friends are doing other things, Ash Mm -hmm. goes off to this island with just Pikachu, brings no other Pokemon with him, doesn't bring, you know, Rotom Dex, doesn't bring any way to communicate. He basically goes on like a nature retreat with Pikachu um, and then just observes Pokemon and follows them around and like enjoys nature, which sounds kind of silly, but it's so good. I really, really liked that. He ends up, um, you know, watching a crab brawler fight. He ends up following a cutie fly to a field where there's like tons of other Pokemon playing in the flowers. He shadows like this big line of executor and then follows them to a, like a waterfall where he just hangs out with them and they like, they let him hang out with them. Uh, I don't know. There's just something really simple about it that I I really really liked. Something about the fact that he mentions multiple times that he doesn't know what these Pokemon are because Rotom Dex isn't there to tell him. So he just he just hangs out with them, and instead of being told what they are, he watches what they are and learns what they are. It's very it's very Professor Birch. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I thought this I mean, was great. It's basically Pokemon. Uh, research without the Pokédex.
1: Yeah, he's just going out yeah. and, and learning. Yeah, he's doing he's Imitating, it. he's hanging out, he's talking to Pokémon. It's, oh, it's so good. Um,
0: but I do remember this episode having uh, one of my favorite Pokémon from Alola, Wimpod.
1: Yeah, so that's, so the first half of this episode is all just Ash hanging out and learning about Pokémon, and then the sort of story element has to do with Wimpod.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He, he ends up woken up by, uh, they, they end up falling asleep as they're, you know, like hanging out on the island, just napping and snacking and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're woken up by like a big pack of Wimpod. And um, that's kind of how he learns what they are. And then after that sort of encounter, they're like, well, you know what, maybe it's time for us to go. Um, but before they leave, they, they hear a Wimpod whimpering because it's stuck in sort of a cliff cave thing it's like mm-hmm. stuck in a crack of a cliff and so they 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 rescue it yeah
0: now um, the way they rescue is really cool like getting the alolan
1: executor to help yeah they end up using you know the help of pokemon that they just learned about mm-hmm. um, which i thought was really smart and actually pikachu pikachu does that <laughs> ash yeah. is just like i'm gonna keep climbing this cliff and falling down um and then pikachu runs off and gets the uh, executor but i do like that a lot Um, I actually kind of was expecting that each of the Pokemon that they use or that they met was a Pokemon that would help them, which I I think is the only thing that would have made this episode better for me is if, you know, a cutie fly ended up helping and a crab brawler ended up Mm -hmm. helping. Um, That would have been really, really spectacular. But I did like that. I love that. I thought that was really, really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Any other things that that stood out from that Wimpod? um, Uh, Just the
0: fact that the Island Guardian shows up at the end.
1: Yeah, Tapu Lele, like Lele, Lele, Lele. <laughs> Tapu Lele. Yeah, they, it, it, they say it. Um, I know that I say it wrong. And I believe it's supposed to be like Tepu Lele. But it's like not a not a sound we're typically <laughs> like inclined to make. But
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: um, but yeah, it shows up for the first time. So it's the first time we see another another island guardian, which is really cool. Oh.
2: Yeah, yeah yeah
0: i'm afraid kyle uh, this next episode is oh wow you got notes you got notes. yeah
1: oh i wrote notes Uh, so
0: (laughs) we've i think mentioned this episode i've been hinting (laughs) this episode to you for a while yeah um, ever since Ooh. I watched it, I'd be like, all right, uh, we're getting closer to this one episode. I, I don't know if I can handle it, stuff like that. Ooh. And you're just like, oh, we'll be fine. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. And then
1: I have watched this episode three
0: times oh, and I've I cried
1: so every single time.
0: I've only watched <laughs> it once and it it's still just hard for me. Like,
1: it's so good, but it's so. Yes
0: heartbreaking i will say this though like there's a scene from here that i'm like oh my gosh they totally ripped off a certain disney movie <laughs>
1: i don't even care <laughs> yeah i i don't I, it works oh good all right should i just like get into it should we just do it do it okay here's the synopsis which again will not do an which by the way is wrong the synopsis is inaccurate so whatever ash runs into lytton and its friend stoutland again on his way home when he learns stoutland is ill wrong ash takes it to a pokemon center okay so let's dive in so this is where i was talking about ash getting groceries and stuff i think that's really cool that we get to see the sort of daily life outside of traveling around Mm -hmm. Um, on his way home from getting groceries ash comes across the lytton that we've seen a couple times um, in previous episodes he ends up following the Lytton, um, which leads them to Stoutland, who is very old and attempting to teach Lytton firefang. So they kind of watch it, you know, do its firefang, and and Lytton tries mm-hmm. to, to do that as well, um, but fails at it. One thing that, oh my gosh, I'm getting like, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. <laughs> One thing that this episode does that is incredible is that, it establishes that Stoutland is very old and very frail early on. And next to where Lytton and Stoutland are living underneath a bridge, there is a tree and that tree has five leaves left on it. That's mm. it. And after Stoutland uses the fire fang attack to help Lytton out, one of those leaves falls off and floats away. And then you see that Stoutland has been exhausted by demonstrating firefang so like you you start to like realize like what's going on here
0: <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> and i'm getting like chills thinking about it so that's and just say yeah. okay fine this uh episode rips off two disney movies
1: <laughs> well to be fair and i am a very big disney fan Disney rips off most everything. So <laughs> this is very true. Yeah, we don't need, we
0: don't have time to get off of that.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So the next day team rocket attacks ash as they do. Um, but that's not really that important aside from the fact that Litten ends up stopping them from, you know, enacting any sort of plan because Litten is searching for ash. So this is the first time Litten's really like, I don't know. I guess, sought any sort of help without prompting or or whatever. But um, he seeks out Ash's help because Stoutland, again, is very old and very frail. And so Ash is like, okay, let's do something about this. And carries (laughs) Stoutland to a Pokemon Center, which is very impressive. Stoutland is huge.
0: Okay. I'm going to cut you off there again and just say... Ash has superhuman strength, superhuman speed, superhuman invulnerability to electricity and fire. Yes. Ash like, is super.
1: <laughs> he has
0: to be like,
2: what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's incredible. At least they acknowledge how heavy Stoutland is because he does sort of like try to pick it up and is like, whoa, that's really heavy.
0: Well, um, I recently wanted,
1: just to get it there.
0: <laughs> I watched a newer episode where Ash gets electrocuted by Pikachu and Sophocles goes, you really have to wonder how much before the body can, how much the body can really <laughs> handle. And I'm like, that's what we've been wondering. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, also, um, in the Sophocles
1: episode, for whatever reason, Sophocles has this weird helmet in his lab that, like, electrocutes people. (laughs) I don't know why, but Ash ends up putting it on his head and is electrocuted, which makes sense, and then throws it off his head, and it falls on Rotom Dex, and it electrocutes Rotom Dex, which... I don't know. I don't what? know how that makes sense because then Rotom Dex throws it on Pikachu and it doesn't electrocute Pikachu.
0: See, there's also times where like Rotom Dex is like, I don't know what this Pokemon is saying. And I'm like, you're a Pokemon. You should be able to translate what this Pokemon's saying. <laughs> I shouldn't have opened this door. <laughs> all, right, um, all right. I'm closing, yeah. I am closing the door. Back right. To let's get back
1: to this episode. Yes. So this is where this is honestly when I was watching it the first time where I was like, oh, God, no, what have I done? I can't turn back now. Why is this happening? Because when they're in the Pokemon center, Ash basically says like, nurse joy, can you do anything about this? And nurse joy says, and I wrote it down because I didn't want to get it wrong. She says in the background, Stoutland isn't hurt and it doesn't have any serious illnesses. It's just, and then it cuts off as Lytton goes to approach Stoutland and then comes back. Um, to the conversation at the very end. So, like, adults who are like totally clued into what's going on, like, this is just mm-hmm. earth shattering. You're like, oh no, mm-hmm. he's just so old. He's going to die of natural causes. <laughs> like, that's what's going to happen. Um, and the reason it's so heartbreaking is because she's basically saying, like, it's not hurt. There's nothing to fix. It's not ill. I can't give it medicine. Like, it's just old, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Pokemon, how dare you? Why did you I mean, do this to us? <laughs> we rarely ever see Pokemon die. So rarely. I can honestly think of only two times. Ugh. And one was in a movie. Which feels different. <laughs> no, no, that one there, I cried. No, no, no. More. I'm saying like
1: in a movie, it feels different because it's like, I don't know. Like the movies tend to feel... I don't know, more serious than the show tends to be, or at least tackles like heavier themes. Mm-hmm. This show I just wasn't expecting to go into an episode yeah. of I watched it. I remember tw- like, I don't know if I tweeted this at you or messaged you or whatever, but I was I watched this for the first time before I went into work. And I was like, why am I doing this before work? <laughs> this is the worst idea I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um oh my gosh, it's so it's so heartbreaking. So yeah. you kind of know where this episode is going, and that's it's only like 10 minutes into the episode or something, if that. So you're just like, oh, God, I know what's going to happen. This is so, so awful. So anyway, Nurse Joy delivers the news that, you know, Stoutland is, is just old and uh, will probably not make it. Um, so Ash decides to stay with them at the Pokemon Center. And overnight, um, Stoutland and, and Lytton end up leaving the Pokemon Center. So Ash wakes up and sees that they're gone um, and decides to go find them right after he leaves the Pokemon center, he is confronted by Meowth who had vowed that he was going to take care of Litten um, after Litten foiled their plan again, um, but ended up witnessing sort of the interaction between Litten and Stoutland and instead decides to confront Ash and say like, you have to take care of Litten. You cannot give up on Litten. Litten is the type of Pokemon that will never give up. So you can't give up on it either. It's Mm -hmm. this really interesting, like, emotional moment from Meowth because Meowth was going to like basically <laughs> like kick Lytton's butt for getting in the way and then has a change of heart because it it oh. sees how serious Lytton is about this and and it and Meowth recognizes
0: what's going on and is like oh my gosh this is terrible well I, I want to put interject here for a second and just say that without getting too heavy into spoilers I will say that in future episodes you do see that connection between Meowth and Lytton carry on Oh, I imagine it
1: has to because the way that they set this up is is uh, it would be weird for it not to matter later it would actually be a huge oversight I think for it not to matter later and I can't wait to see how it happens because cause Meowth is like very serious when he delivers this to Ash like he is basically saying like do not screw this up like I will come for you <laughs> if you mess this up basically um, so Meowth is like not kidding around at all Um it's very, very, it's very, dare I say, sweet of Meowth. You yes.
0: Know? <laughs> Something we rarely see of him.
1: Yeah. It's like you have these rare episodes like uh, Meowth's origin story is one that comes to mind where you get these very, very emotional sort of like heartening um, stories from Meowth. This is definitely one of them as well. Mm-hmm. So um, that evening, Lytton falls asleep with Stoutland um, after they've left the Pokemon Center. This is before Ash finds them and has a dream uh, oh gosh. He has a dream where he's running mm. towards Stoutland, but can't get to Stoutland. Stoutland stays the same distance away as as Lytton is running, and then eventually Stoutland disappears in the dream. And the next morning Lytton wakes up and Stoutland is not there anymore, despite having fallen asleep with Lytton. So Lytton searches for Stoutland everywhere that it knows to look, but can't find Stoutland anywhere. Um and sees the last leaf from the tree next to where they were sleeping fall off and, and float down to the, the ground. And so we're like, shoot, like, that's it. <laughs> it's happened.
0: Stoutland is gone. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm laughing. Cause I'm trying not to cry again, Kyle. <laughs> and you know, what's
0: worse about this as we're both cat owners. Yes. Oh, uh! <laughs> And I keep and I also have two black cats, so I keep imagining them as Lytton. Poor kitty. Yeah. I, like we're Stoutland, Kyle. We are
1: Stoutland. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh, this poor Lytton. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um oh my gosh. So that happens. Um and you know, when when that last leaf falls, you know, it starts storming, and Ash and Kukui find Lytton by the tree, by the leaf that's fallen, just, like, crying out into the rain. Just, like, Mm. openly mourning. That that, that was the worst. Just seeing it cry.
0: (laughs) It's so, so heartbreaking. I had to hug my cats after watching this episode. I
1: know. Oh, it's so it's 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 amazing this episode is really really amazing but it is really difficult to watch because it's it does such a good job telling this story Mm -hmm. Um, so the episode sort of sort of closes um, It doesn't really close yet there's a little bit before that basically Lytton is like I don't want anything to do with you right now, Ash. And Ash is actually like pretty good about that. You know, he like offers some food and Lytton doesn't want anything to do with it. And Ash, you know, watches over Lytton from afar, worries about it, isn't super pushy or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally says, like, you know what? That's okay. Like, I'm just gonna sit here with you. You don't have to do anything. We're not gonna do anything, but I'm just gonna sit here with you. Mialf also comes to Lytton and says, like. It's okay like let's just talk about it like sometimes it helps to just talk gosh i'm getting like emotional just talking about this um and it's like so so well done uh this this show about like creatures and ash and like all this silly stuff most of the time like really really showing like how hard it is to cope with things Mm -hmm. and how you can support people without being pushy and, and being there when they need you and when they're ready, like they do such a good job with this. Mm -hmm. Um, And so finally the episode does close um, where, you know, Ash is still waiting with Lytton, just sort of like respecting it's, it's, you know, coping or whatever. Um, And the storm finally breaks and Lytton wakes up um, and the leaf that has been there, that last leaf that fell that was with them, floats away um, into the sky where Lytton sees in a cloud with a rainbow the image of Stoutland. Um, so this is, a, you know, this is what I think what you were talking about with the uh, the Disney, probably Lion King yeah. thing. Yeah, Lion King being the beast. Yes, exactly. Um, and so Lytton sees this. I think uh, Stoutland, I don't know if Stoutland really does anything. I don't know if it smiles or winks or whatever, but seeing this Mm -hmm. basically like gives Lytton some closure um, and Lytton is finally ready to approach Ash and sort of join Ash's team and be a part of something new, you know, like form a new relationship because Stoutland is good. Stoutland doesn't need Lytton anymore. So it it can move on to Mm -hmm. a new family basically. which is oh, gosh. And of course, you know, it ends with a battle because Lytton is stubborn and will not join that team unless Ash proves himself worthy. So I do. Mm-hmm. That is a cool, cool way to end it.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Oh, it uh, I'm I'm. I have like tears in my eyes right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so good. Here's the thing. If you listen to us because, you know, you like Pokemon, but don't watch the show or you listen to us because we're, friends of yours and you want to support us like thank you but also like i can't you have to watch this episode like if even if you're not into pokemon or you don't watch the show or whatever like please go watch this episode it's so so Mm -hmm. so good it is the absolute best that this show has to offer um and it's it's hundreds hundreds and hundreds nearly a thousand episodes into the show like this happens. <laughs> well actually not thousands because the thousands episode airs later on. No, nearly a thousand. You know okay, yes. Like they're they're almost a thousand episodes into this this series. Yes. Um and this episode still manages to to just totally mm-hmm. catch us off guard and and floor us entirely. It's yes. so good.
0: Okay, so I just put out there for everyone it is on Netflix. You can yes. watch it there. It is episode 21. Yes. One journey ends, another begins is what it's mm-hmm. called. Now there are past episodes with that Lytton and Stoutland that kind of build up to this. Yeah, those are definitely worth watching too, because it yes. gives you a little bit more background. I think there's two episodes. There's one where we first meet Lytton, and then there's the second one where it's the Lytton Poplio Rowlett episode.
1: Yes. And those are those episodes are also really good. I don't know, you know, maybe I'll dig a little deeper. I don't know the backstory behind these episodes or how they came to be, but whoever, whoever said like, whoever came up with the concept of Lytton's story before joining Ash's team, mm-hmm. like, holy smokes. They like, I'm so glad they were able to do what they conceived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's like, it was a buildup to it. You
0: don't really Ooh. get that in Pokemon.
1: No. And I do think sun and moon is allowing that to happen in a way mm-hmm. that others maybe didn't because because here's the thing in the old series Lytton would have either had to follow them or they would have had to return to this location. Exactly. But instead they're able to run into Lytton over and over because they live close to one another. And yeah. So the story really is enabled by this setting because it would have had to be a three-parter and it would have had to happen back to back to back or It would have had to, you know, I don't know. I just don't know that they could have built it up in the same way. Yeah, I agree. Oh, so good. (sighs) You okay? Yes. All right. I'm going to go hug my cat a lot. Yes, same here. (laughs) All right. Well, anything else about that totally gut-wrenching
0: episode? (laughs) Uh, No, no. um, I'm good. That, oh, so good. So good, but you know what? We also have more fun episodes coming up, yeah. Um, in uh, I believe it's the Ultra Adventure series, there's a baseball episode I'm super looking forward to. Like, I've already <laughs> watched it, but it's a lot of fun baseball anime trope. I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, there's I know Shuki's favorite episode with the Charger Bug Racing. Ooh, that sounds fun! I and that. we also have the Return to Kanto episode, yes, or I say, episodes. Yes, very excited. So. so we
1: will we will get to those, like I said, we're gonna figure out a way to blast through mm-hmm. um, more more of the series, making sure that we take uh, adequate stops along the way for episodes that are really, really fun or important or mm-hmm. um, like this one just <laughs> really, really really uh emotionally gut punchy, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. so if you're not watching sun and moon uh jump right in it's an easy series to get into so all right well anything else i guess we're just we're just ending this on a really really great note right we're all crying we're all gonna go hug our our animals and curl up with blankets and drink some hot beverages or something (laughs) that sounds that sounds nice go do that everyone yeah That's all we've got, I think. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, If you have uh, anything for us or if you want more information about us, you can uh, find us online on Twitter and on Facebook at Victory Road Pod. Um, If there's anything in the world you know a lot about, well, in the world of Pokemon, I'm sure you all know a lot about something, but if there's anything (laughs) in the world of Pokemon you know a whole lot about and want us to talk about it or want to talk about it with us on the podcast, just reach out. Let us know. Until next time. Like we said, we're headed back to the Pokemon Center to cry and cuddle things and work on our emotional well-being.
0: Bye-bye. Radio Network. For other great shows, check out www4